Welcome to Deep Dive, where I ask this week's Better Project guest a series of questions to see how deep they will go. I believe in vulnerability breeds vulnerability, so the more deep conversations we can have, the more people that will feel safe opening up about their own lives. I hope you enjoy. Let's dive deep. Legend. All right, we'll jump into this next segment. When are you most at peace? The first thing that comes up for me is the ice bath. Like, we we have an ice bath at our house that we use at least five times a week. And the way an ice bath can bring you into the moment, the present, and denoise everything around you. Um, and when you can surrender into that state, um, whether it's three minutes, four minutes, two minutes, it's, it's pure peace. Yeah, in there. When was the last time you cried and why? When I was people-pleasing. I broke down because the, the, the role of the job I was in in the startup, like we mentioned before, 12 hours a day, six days a week, I was consistently at work being scrutinized and like, you're not showing up, you're not doing this, you're not doing that, like this isn't good enough, no, 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 yes, yes, yes. And then I'd come home and my partner, Selena, was like, hey, you're not home enough, you're not showing up, you're not looking after the dogs. And like, this just went like this and it got to a breaking point and I just, I just broke down in tears. Like I couldn't keep showing up for everyone else and I wasn't showing up for myself. Um, so that was the last time I, I like really cried and that, that's what led to me taking a few days by myself in an Airbnb and, and all of that now. <laughs> what has life taught you recently? What has life taught me recently? That I'm capable of so much more than what I give myself credit for. Like the feedback um, we've had inside the project and the people I've worked with. And I, I think sometimes, maybe, maybe not. I always had this like pre-association with someone who's a coach has all their shit together. And they're like, they've got every practice, they know all the skills, they know all the techniques, like why would they have a down day? Why would they doubt themselves? And it's like, we all do. Anyone who says that, that they don't, is just lying. And they're trying to put on some facade so you buy their shit. Um, but the reality is, man, like, we will forever doubt ourselves and be uncomfortable about leaning in and really going for the things that truly light us up in life. But the difference between people who don't get that and do is leaning into that discomfort. And the things I've had echoed back to me in many different ways, from conversations to relationships to the business itself, has shown me different, has shown me another layer and lens to view myself through. What is your biggest insecurity? My biggest insecurity? Mm. You know, for a long time, it was my hair. It was um, the receding hairline and the thinning. I actually shaved it just a few weeks ago, which was huge. Like I thought about it for years. Um, but it was funny, like that was such a huge insecurity. Um, and I'm like, when you actually ask me the question, when I asked the question under that, like what was, what was it about it that made me insecure? It's like, I'm not sure. Which is interesting to bring that up because it's like, if something makes you insecure, like what, why does it make you insecure? It's like, well, it just did. Like I haven't sat with it long enough to really, really um, 
unpack that. But that was a big thing for me, and I think that is for a lot of guys. Maybe it's like connected to getting older and aging. Um, maybe it's a sign. I see it as a sign of like being attractive and then not having that. Anyway, I'm I'm not sure. I'm happy with how the hair turned out, but um, that's a really good question. I like that. I actually love that you said that because one of my biggest insecurities is my hair as well. Um, I don't know if you can see it, but I have a cowlick and it's like receding as well. Mm. And when I was growing up, I fucking hated my hair. I couldn't go to school without a hat. So I've all, I've worn a hat like majority of my life. And if I didn't wear a hat, I, um, I had to put so much gel and stuff in my hair just to kind of cover it all because I thought I didn't look good if I exposed it. Yeah. Oh, the same, bro. Like, I got a hat right here. I wore hats all the time, whether it was appropriate to wear a hat or not. Like, over in Bali, it's getting sweaty all the time. And it was just, it was a really big thing for me, man. And, um, yeah, I, I feel like our, coming back to, like, how people show up online, like, I de- I've been really against doing the whole TikTok thing for a long time, but I've spoken to a couple of people with thriving business on it. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to get it for business. And what blew me away was when I opened the app, I had to turn off all these beautify features, smoothing skin, teeth whitening, making eye bigger, jawline. I couldn't figure out how to turn it off. I'm like, that's now the prerequisite. That isn't, the, the default is that, not the other way around. And I've noticed this so much, like, I, I made a commitment to myself, I won't film any Instagram stories with any of these pre-made filters because like, it's like we talked about before with the kids like saying and doing. People, I watch so many people speak about like self-love and embodiment and all this kind of stuff and it's like, but they cannot post a story without a filter. Or they'll post a story and be like, no filter day, but it's like, yeah, every other day of the week you use that. So for me, I feel like that's playing into the whole hairline thing. It's like, where do, where do these expectations come from? Where, where do we, why do we feel like that's bad and that's good? Like so often people don't even realize they're being conditioned by the things they're exposing themselves to online, the conversations and the people they hang out with. Our environment dictates a whole lot of that. And it's like, it's really interesting you asked that question about the, um, and I appreciate you sharing about your hairline as well. I didn't, I didn't speak to anyone about it. My girlfriend was blown away when I, when I told her I was talking about going to Turkey to get a hair transplant and shit. Um, so yeah, no, I, I really, I really appreciate that question though. Yeah, it it got really bad for me where I actually looked into like I wanted to get a hair transplant and then I also found this thing on the internet where it had like these special UV lights and you could put it through your hair and apparently it would um, make your hair grow or some shit. And yeah, I remember getting yeah. into all that stuff just because I was so insecure about my hair. Mm. What's what's So this is really interesting for me because we had the conversation with like, I asked her, I'm like, do you think this is bad if I do this. And she's like, well, it depends like the intention you're coming from. It's like, are you just trying to fill a void and like this will make me happy then? Or have you come to a place with yourself, you're like, this will make me more confident and I'm, and I'm okay with that. It's like the difference between being confident and getting it to externalizing it. Like, I cannot believe what, I won't get into it, but I cannot believe what men and women are now doing to their bodies and faces and hairs and everything to look a certain way. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting to see that unfold. And, so, and social media has played a huge, a huge part of it, man. Um, because 
it's like what we spoke about before as well. Like you, you, the thought of doing something is different than actually doing it. And when you do go down that path and you do get this work done and these things done, then what? You're still the same on the inside. Anyone that's gone to the gym for a long time and they feel like they need to get bigger and they've been in the gym now for five, six years or get leaner and they still feel the same they did when they started. Like maybe it's not an external thing that's going to help you with that. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a never ending cycle of fuck. If I go to the gym, I get bigger or I have to get bigger again. I have to continue getting bigger and bigger. It's like, it's going to never end unless you do the internal work. Hmm. Last question, uh, Mikhail. Are you happy? <laughs> yeah. I, um, <laughs> I, had this, I literally had this conversation the other day with a client. Um, yeah, like I'm, I'm at a place in my life where I was, I was coming from lack in the last couple of months to be 100% transparent. But then it was, this is the life I've always wanted. This is the reason I moved to Bali four years ago. This is the journey I set out on 10 years ago when I was in a job I hated. Like when you talk about before you climb up the ladder, it's like, I feel like I've gotten to my mountaintop, but it's like, oh shit, now what? Like every goal I've had for my life has come to fruition and some more so, but we all suffer with the same things no matter what level we're on. It's like, if you want to make that change, you want to make that move, you want to get away from the life, it's like having that uncertainty of where to go. But then when you get there, it's like, oh shit, now what? And the, the things I've been able to create in my life, purely from a relationship standpoint, purely from an internal dialogue self point, purely from reframing why I do and what I do every single day, um, has put me in a place where, yeah, we have down days. Like to be happy is a general statement. Like if that's the goal, we'll know. Like humans aren't just happy all the time. Um, but right now I'm, I, I'd say more fulfilled with everything I have. It's, it's a really great place to be. And if I compare it to like when I've dieted down before to get photo shoots for fitness stuff, you get to that point and then you're self, you're self critiquing and analyzing yourself. And then when you blow out and put all that weight back on again, it's like, Oh, but I was there. So I'm being, being very careful right now to sit in this and just really enjoy this and appreciate everything I've needed to do and the person I've needed to become over the years to have what I have right now. And um, yeah, so I would say I'm happy. Mm -hmm.